It's time for Recipe of the Day. Today is Flag Day and it's a Wednesday, so I wanted something that was very American while also being very weeknight friendly. And so I've decided to tell you about my easy, juicy chicken burger recipe. Now, I've told you before about my turkey burger recipe, which I still swear by. It is the best turkey burger recipe you will find anywhere. I promise. Juicy. They hold together. They've got some really good meaty flavor. Everybody who tries them loves them, even people who claim they don't like turkey burgers. So I'll put the link to that recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode. But today's recipe is about the chicken burger, which is actually an adaptation of that turkey burger recipe. I'd been asked many times in the comments below that recipe and in emails if ground chicken could be substituted for the ground turkey. And at first I thought it was just kind of obvious, like, yes, of course you could substitute that in. But then I actually tried it and it turns out ground chicken is quite a bit wetter than ground turkey typically is. And so you do have to adjust the recipe a little bit bit and I found the best way to do that. So this works for ground chicken. If you have ground chicken, if you instead have ground turkey, follow the ground turkey recipe. So what I've essentially done to adapt this for chicken is to reduce the amount of egg. Now the turkey burger recipe only called for one egg. So what we're actually doing is taking an egg, beating it up, and then just taking two tablespoons of that and adding that to a bowl and discarding the rest. So that's how you're getting that little bit less moisture in this mixture. And having those burger patties be not too moist is one of the things that helps them to hold together. So it is very important. I'm going to say that I do not add any filler to these burgers. There's no breadcrumbs or anything like that in these. And that's just because ground turkey and ground chicken are actually dry in like flavor mouthfeel as compared to beef. And so adding that dry ingredient can actually contribute to more dryness. We're trying to keep these nice and juicy and flavorful flavorful while still having them hold together. So you are putting two tablespoons of that beaten egg into a bowl. To that, you're adding a tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce, three quarters of a teaspoon of salt, a half teaspoon of chili powder, a half teaspoon of garlic powder, a half teaspoon of onion powder, and a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. Mix that all up. Now, why am I doing garlic powder and onion powder instead of fresh? There are two reasons. One is they really mix well throughout the whole mixture. So you're getting that garlic onion flavor in every little bit, which doesn't happen if everything is kind of isolated in its little parts, you know what I mean? But also for holding together, which is one of the things that we really want from these burgers, I find that when there's little bits of things in the burger, they're harder to keep held together and they sometimes crack from those items as well. So by using the seasonings and not using the fresh onion and garlic, we get more flavor, more spread out thoroughly, and we get better chance of those patties holding together well. Now you're mixing those things together in like a soup bowl, just like a small bowl. And then what we're going to do is put our ground chicken into a large mixing bowl and then pour this egg and seasoning mixture over top. Why is that? Now, one of the things that contributes to ground meat getting drier and tougher is if you overmix it. All those little shreds of the meat, those like roundish strands of ground meat, you want those to stay as intact as possible, not all mooshed together. When you overmix ground meat, it mooshes it all up and then that makes it tougher and nowhere near as juicy. So we're trying to mix this as little as possible. And one strategy to accomplish that is to pre-mix all the other ingredients so that you know that they are thoroughly well mixed. Then add them over top of your ground meat and then you just start mixing that. And once it looks fairly thoroughly combined, you know that the original mixture was mixed and so it is evenly distributed through the chicken. You are good to go. Then you're going to divide that mixture into four equal portions. Shape each one into a ball. I like to 
go into a ball because I could compact it from all sides and then push it down into a patty. You want it to be about four inches in diameter, making them a little bit thinner in the center helps them cook more evenly and stops them from bulging as much when cooking, but that is up to you whether you want to do that or not. Now arrange those patties on a plate or platter, cover them with plastic wrap and refrigerate them for at least an hour. Refrigerating them is one of the things that helps them hold together. It really sets everything and then they're less likely to fall apart when you're cooking them. When it's time to cook them, they're going straight from the fridge to the heat. You don't want to bring them up to room temperature or anything like that. You can do it in a skillet or on a grill. Either one, you're setting to medium-high heat. If it's the grill, you want to lightly oil it. Skillet, pour a little bit of oil in there. Same idea. And then they're all going in and cooking until the middle is no longer pink. You can test that with an instant read thermometer if you want. Then you want it to be 165 degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to take three to four minutes per side. And finally, if you want cheese melted on these burgers, one of my favorite burger making tips comes from my parents. I used to work with them in their restaurants and they had like a big flat grill that they cooked their burgers on and this is what they did. So this is going to work if you're doing it on a skillet or a flat grill, but not if you're doing it on like a grill with grates. What you do is you set some water on to boil in your kettle and then just before the burgers are done, you put the cheese onto each patty, a little drizzle of that hot water, and then the lid goes on top. The cheese is going to melt in a moment. So you get really gooey, nice melted cheese without overcooking the burgers because they're not in there for any longer. You see what I mean? Transfer those burger patties to some buns with all your favorite toppings. I like pickles for sure, especially dill pickles, sliced tomatoes, lettuce, mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, relish, whatever you like is going to be fantastic on there. Oh, I also have an amazing burger sauce recipe. I'm going to link to that in the show notes. It is so good. It uses dill pickle, relish, ketchup, and mayonnaise, and I love it on all kinds of burgers. So I will link to that burger sauce as well. And I will link to the chicken burger recipe for you in the show notes for this podcast episode. If you make and love this recipe or any recipe from either of my websites, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a comment and a five-star rating. That really helps other people find my site, find my recipes, and lets people know that they can trust recipes. And it lets me know that you tried it and loved it. And that makes my day every single time. I'm Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, the all new chicken cookbook and from this podcast recipe of the day. I hope you have a great day. Let's get cooking.